What's up? It's time for episode 340 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. This is a podcast for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're sitting at home jamming to a marina or you're heading out to your local game store for some Friday night magic or just playing commander with your friends. We are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Jet-Legged Maria. And I'm another one of your hosts, basically asleep Megan. (laughs) We are fresh off the plane from Barcelona, Spain. Yes, fresh off the plane from Spain. That's right, where the rain was mainly on the plains. That's right, because it was not where we were, which was slightly hilly. Except for one day, it did pour down. That's true. But I didn't witness it. Oh, I watched... I watched them sweep it out of the convention they center. They swept the rain out? Yes. With brooms? It was, it was like leaking in under doors, and they got brooms, and they were sweeping it out again. It was like a torrential downpour. It, you could hear it on the roof of the convention center. I know, because wild. we were live, and all of a sudden I heard like, and I was like, what is that noise? Did they finally turn on the AC in here? <laughs> and no, it was just a huge thunderstorm. Anyway. It was a huge thunderstorm. That's where we were this past yes. week. Um, and we are going to say all things <laughs> Mythic Championship. We are going to say them so we much. We're going to say all things Mythic Championship. <laughs> we're going to talk about all things Mythic no, Championship. No, we're going to say it. We are going to say it. Yes, we are. Yes, we yeah, are. Yeah, Mythic Championship 4, Modern Horizons Draft, and Modern, all of our thoughts stream directly into your ears through your cat's mouth. That's right. Coming up in mere moments. Yeah, we've got everything from what decks were popular to who won our player draft. Yeah. And more. And more. But before we get started, look at these six stickers. Look at our beautiful new stickers. holding a set of beautiful new stickers. If you are a patron of the show, we are slightly behind on mailing stickers because we had to make a new order of them. But we now have them and they are gorgeous. These ones will be coming your way. So you are, you know, really, you're getting a great deal out of it because you're getting these hot fancy new stickers so card kingdom um by the way if you want one in your order we were going to ship them some so they don't have them just yet but they will very soon yes by the way uh so we're just bragging about those for a minute because they look so good i want to brag about them they look so good we should make some merch with this stuff oh wow anyway speaking of card kingdom yes they are great they're awesome they're one of our sponsors yes and you can head to the link cardkingdom.com slash glhf when you want to buy anything for your magical life say you watched Modern Horizons draft at the Mythic Championship and you're like, I have friends. We should draft this. We should draft this because that looks cool and difficult. Yeah. Challenging as heck, team. (laughs) Yes. A-H. Challenging as as heck. heck. (laughs) But yeah, no, it it is a super fun draft format and and challenging, like Megan said. And if you want to play it, they will sell Mm -hmm. you a box and you can get a sweet uh, Good Luck High Five tokens in your order just by saying Good Luck Have Token. Yeah. When you order something, you can get singles to, uh, you know, kind of sweeten out your modern deck if you want. And speaking of patrons. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's a patron of the show. Um, We so, so appreciate you keeping this show happening and on the air. And in August, we've got some sweet hangouts coming up. I'm so excited. Um, On August 8th is uh, some times when you can challenge me to play on Arena in the format of your choice. Sign up for that. We'll be live on our Discord on August 1st, which is a week beforehand. Yes. And then, Maria, yours is on the 15th. Yeah. A day to challenge Maria. I will fight you. Yeah. I will fight you. And then... 
coming up last on the August 29th is our patron hangout day. Ooh. So if you want to get in on any of those, become a patron of the show. Yeah. And if you're already one, make sure you're happening on Discord. Yes. Make sure that you are happening there. Make sure you're happening. If you have any trouble, just shoot yes. us a message on Patreon. We will get you sorted out. Um, yeah. yeah. Assorted out. We will we'll assort you out. Yeah. I was going to say something. Oh, what I was going to say is, by the way, if you want magic news, you should listen to our sister podcast, The Upkeep, which is 10 minutes of news every single week. Yeah. Um, and we just recorded that before this. Yes. And, and if you're not aware. Chock full of tons of news. So much news. That one this week was 11 minutes. It was 11 minutes. Because there was so much news, we literally couldn't, we couldn't say it in 10. We couldn't stuff it all into the news we bag. We tried. But it was over our cup overfloweth this yes, week. The but news cup. I'm so I'm so proud Full of that of show news. too. Yeah. So I want everybody to make sure that you know about it. You can subscribe to it anywhere you yeah. get your podcast. It's also on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash good luck high five. Yeah, man. All right. What's happening? Oh, man. <laughs> Let's talk about the Mythic Championship from Barcelona. Yeah, because it sure happened. It did. It was an exciting tournament, actually. It really, it really was. Uh, there, it was there were ups. There were downs. There were mediums. There were all arounds. Yeah, and, you know, every Mythic Championship is in and of itself exciting, but we had some just super sweet, like, edge-of-your-seat yeah. moments, especially yeah. in that top eight. Oh, that top eight, there was so much play to it. it there really was. And I know that I think a lot of people after this weekend, going into the weekend, especially when they first uh, showed the number of people playing Hogak, yeah. which was over 20% of the field. Just a little disheartening. And people went into it being like, the deck's win percentage is going to be absurd. It's just too good. And everyone has ley line, like everyone's having to play all these ley line of the voids. That being said, I think people were like, not anticipating there being a lot of like a good top back eight. and forth exactly but that top eight was really good to watch not saying that hogak should be in the format i'm just saying that it was yeah. nevertheless a really it good top, top eight there was so much play to it and seven different decks in the end in the yeah. top eight but the deck that took it all down was none other than classic green tron in the hands of oh. Torelf severin from germany yeah Tron. Tron. How about that? Who could have, I mean, nobody would have, if you would have said Tron's going to win, I guess it always has an outside chance because yeah. it's just so powerful, but you would have kind of been like, yeah, right. Not this weekend. Someone's going to attack you for 16 on turn three. Right? Yeah. That's what I would have thought. Mm-hmm. But, or um, 20. Or 20. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it turns out sometimes, you know, the classics are classics for a reason. That's right. And you know, We still talk about Casablanca. Because it is the Tron of movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I wish when you played Karn, well, it's not on Arena, but if it were, Karn comes down and he's just like, here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Karn's voice line. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for uh, sure. But Torolf is a super nice guy. So nice. What, yeah. what a wonderful champion. Yeah. And uh, his opponent, Alvaro, in the in the top two. In the in finals. The finals. <laughs> also known as the finals. Yeah, the top two. The top two. 
uh, was also super nice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And a hometown hero. That's right. Super cool Spain. to see him get so far yeah. in the tournament. Lots of people cheering for him in the venue, of course. So, Maria. Yes. I want to bring us around to a topic that is close to home for you. Oh, oh boy. What's a deck you saw this weekend that you liked? <laughs> Great question. Yeah. Tell so modern. I've, a lot of people love modern because there are so many decks you can play despite Hogak yes. being so heavy in the field. Whatever. You can play so many yeah. different kinds of decks. And I found a BFF uh, for life in the tournament mm-hmm. floor this weekend. And he was playing Boggles. Yes, but he was. Here's the thing. He wasn't playing your standard, normal green-white mm-hmm. hexproof deck. He had innovated and was playing a Bant version of Boggles, which is a deck that a lot of people have been trying to make a thing yeah. for many years now. As soon as Curious Obsession was printed, people tried yeah. it again. But nobody really put it together, I would say, and did well with it at a tournament. But uh, this guy's name is Sergio Ferry. And yeah, he had uh, Curious Obsession mm-hmm. and the Boggles deck. He had four of negation which is Ooh, awesome very invisible spicy. stalker got added to the deck yeah. little to fairy was hanging out in the deck little t unstable mutation was hanging out in the deck as a new aura all right yeah i loved this deck it it seems so cool i'm definitely gonna build it and try it out on magic online and see how i like it but i force of negating somebody in a boggles deck would just feel mm-hmm. like christmas honestly <laughs> because there's no better feeling than having hexproof and then just like protection from whatever shenanigans yeah. they're going to try and do. That sounds that sounds very, very cool. And he made day two with that. Deck. He did make t- day two with it. Um, yeah. So congratulations to him. Hopefully we see more Boggles innovation in modern in the future. What was your favorite deck that you saw out there? Ooh, great question. I asked you the question knowing that you would ask it back and I had an answer in my head, but... <laughs> It's gone. Do you want me to talk about another deck? Yeah, tell me about another one. Okay, so another sweet deck that was running around out there was an update to Mardu Pyromancer, oh, which yeah. is kind of a fan favorite. It's now called Mardu, Mardu Pyromancer. I have my answer. Oh, okay. okay. But keep going. Because it also now plays the older Pyromancer version of the of young yes. Pyromancer. A seasoned. old Pyromancer. <laughs> I wish that was... No, we're still <laughs> waiting for old Pyromancer. This is teenage this is, yeah. Pyromancer, uh, aka seasoned Pyromancer. Wait, how old do you think young pyromancer is like 10 i think he's 12 at least <laughs> i was gonna say 10 to 12 yeah i think he's 12 definitely not 13 but he's not teen you're no you're right but and so like how old do you think seasoned pyromancer is honestly 21 yeah he doesn't look teen no okay so we skipped so over we, the teen years we, of pyromancers. We did. Chandra's got That's that covered we, we have teen chandra but so. did you know young pyromancer the art is cosplaying as chandra what yeah Oh yeah, isn't that cute? That's very cute. I didn't know that, but that's really great. Um, okay, I remember what I was going to talk about. But also, the the deck also has lightning skeletal. Oh, <laughs> so like, which one's lightning great. skeletal? It's the sixth one with haste, and oh, when it yeah. hits them, they have to discard. Oh. And then you unearth it and bring it back and do it again. That's right. Which you can do it in, you know, Modern Horizons draft, but now mm-hmm. people are also just doing it straight up in Modern. Very cool. Anyway, the deck seems sweet. Yeah. Go for it. Ooh, the Urza Thopter Sword combo. Oh, yeah, of it course. It was very cool. I was super happy to see um, it make the top eight for yes. one. And also it had... It had a very high win percentage in the tournament overall. Yeah, it's really good against yeah. Hogak. Only 19 people playing it, uh, but it had something like a 56% win rate. Yeah. And, yeah, I just think that that deck is very cool. You just make a little bunch of Thopter friends 
Um, and you know, they, they thop, thop around. They thop, thop. You, you get yeah. an infinite combo. Exactly. Uh, so you can, there's essentially once you have Urza and you have, um, sword of sword the meek. Of the meek. And you have... Thopter Foundry. Yes. You have an infinite combo where you can gain infinite life and you make infinite thopters. And you can also activate Urza infinite times and just, you have infinite yeah, mana. and just play everything off your library, which is really cool. Yeah. Brian Brondoon of the MPL was also on this deck and uh, people were teasing him like, oh, I'm making zero mana eight eights on turn two and you're paying four mana for a one four because it plays Psy <laughs> Master Thopterist. Yes. <laughs> It's true. And like Urza himself does not. It has about the same stats. Yeah. I think Urza yeah. is also a one four. Yeah. Four four. four. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. But cool jokes move, bro. on them because the, like you said, the deck yeah. is solid against Hogak. It really is. So um, yeah. I texted yeah. you this deck the first time I saw it because I thought you would like it. Yeah. And I, do you know what? Watching it, I really did. Because you love combo. I do. And it it's so cool to like watch it. It has like the little um, so many goblin cantrips that you can stuff. go and get. Like there's the goblin, goblin Engineer, yes, um, where you can go and get an artifact and put it in your graveyard, but then you can sack an artifact to return one from your graveyard yeah. and just stuff like that. Oh, it's like putting together a little puzzle piece. It is. Um, it's great. Speaking of puzzle pieces, the deck that was in the finals that faced off against Tron was none other than uh, Hardened Scales. Yes, which um, that is like a puzzle, <sighs> but where the puzzle is made of math. I mean, I don't. Props to whoever chooses to play this deck. It is so difficult. Yes. I think it is the hardest deck to play in modern. And um, I just. There's so many choices in terms of like sacrificing things to put on counters on other things. Yeah. And where are you putting those counters? You have walking ballistas that you can put counters on to deal damage. There's hangerback walkers that you can put counters on to make thopters. There's classic Arcbound Ravager that you can just like put it all on a Nexus and attack them a whole bunch. You can make your little, you know, Blink Moth or Ink Moth Nexus and put counters on it to try and one shot them. It's yeah, there, it has so many lines. And also you have to think about while you're doing all that, you have to think about what removal spells your opponent might have and how they'll wreck your plan. Oof. Which so if you want to see some super interesting, like mathy thought out turns, it happened a lot in our top eight. Yeah. Um, with Alvaro playing that deck, uh, hard yes. scales. There was a g- their their last game in the semifinals. I was like, this it it was a long match. It was. There was so much happening in the in backstage. Watching the match happen too was just okay. Yeah. So Torelf was at one life. Yeah. In the last game. Yes. One life. Yeah. So I guarantee Which you. Which was the second time that happened with him no in the finals uh, in the in the top eight though there was the match that was um jund versus the urza thopter sword oh yes and it looked he like the um this was jang was down to one life that's right Um, that's right yeah and lens had like two planeswalkers in play and like uh two like an urza and um, an astrolabe that he had animated with Tesseract to be a five five, and we were just like, I was like, oh, I was getting ready to go out there and be yeah. like, okay, we need to like get you know the end of this match, do the little wrap up and everything. And then I was like, you know, five turns later, the game was over, but in the other direction. Yes, 
And that's, that's not the only so time that happened. There was a match right before the the top eight. Well, go, not right before the day yeah. before, but trying to get into the top eight with Mono Red Phoenix. Yes. The person who ended up in the top eight with Mono Red Phoenix. Yeah. And uh, it looked like they were basically Juan like... Juan Jose Rodriguez Lopez. Yeah. R- out versus of the, Yelger Vigersma. Yes, versus Yelger. Basically, Yelger looked like he had it with Hogak. You, you blink, and all of a sudden, we were able to top deck two lightning bolts off of four Manamorphoses. Oh. That it took at least four were played during the game. Wow! And uh, it was just like if he didn't draw that, that was it. And Yelger Crazy would have been in the top stuff. eight. Yeah, Yelger, of so course, good. of Team Good Luck Part High Five. Of team Good Luck High Five. Woo! Great job, Yelger! Tenth place. We're real proud of you. You did it. We're very, very proud. You might have seen him wearing his GLHF hoodie in the yeah, feature match area. Great. Yeah, that was awesome. Um. So yeah. Okay, but we've talked about all the stuff that was great about Modern. Yeah. But let's talk about Hogak. Hogak, okay. Let's talk about let's the Hogak get, in the room. Let's <laughs> let's get down to brass Hogaks here. Yes, exactly. So Hogak was more than 50% of the field. No. Oh, I'm sorry. More well, I was like, what? <laughs> 20, more than 20% of the field. Yeah. Which is very high. Yeah. Uh, it's not an all-time high, of course. Yeah. Um, some tournaments are just degenerate. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Leyline of the Void was the most played card in the tournament yes. as well. And that, to me, is the more important stat. I agree. It's it's people looking at the deck and saying, well, if we're going to have any chance of keeping this in check, this is what we have to do. Yes. And people are putting in their main deck, yeah. by the way, in this tournament. People were shaving sideboard slots, like Karn the Great Creator was yeah. shaved from people's sideboards, which is why Hardened Scales probably was able to end up in our mm-hmm. top eight and putting in Leyline of the Void instead. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so, yeah. I, so. Oh, finally, we'll mention the win rate of the deck. Oh, yeah. Win rate of the deck was 56%. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not even counting the Hogak dredge lists, which had an even higher win rate percentage, which is basically just dredge plus Hogak yeah. of 60%. So if we go back a couple of weeks when they ban... They ban Bridge from Below. Yeah. Because they look at this Hogak deck and they're like, oh, Bridge from the Below, the, the justification for it was, hey, Bridge from Below looks like the card that's most likely to become busted again in the future. Correct. So we're going to go ahead and ban that. But it turns out that all it did was that people had been lazy before and found the first busted Hogak deck yes. that there was, but it wasn't even the best Hogak no. deck that there was. I talked it to so many pros them. who were like, no, this is just better. Yes. They just found a deck that was better without it. Yep. Because Which, yeah, you didn't even, they put in Seder White Wayfinder instead. Oh, I do have to say, I love that. Me too. I love that random little Theros card. I know. Coming back and being like, hey, do you know what you never thought would be relevant <laughs> in an eternal format? This Seder Wayfinder. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and in case you are not from the days of Theros, it's a little 1 1 for 2. Um, and when it comes into play, you reveal the top four cards of your library. Mm-hmm. I think you can put a land card into your hand, right? Yeah. And the rest go into the graveyard. That's the important part. Exactly. And I think it's even a May on the land. So if you they want to and they have they like enough lands in here, they can drop just it. Like throw, toss Sick. them all into the graveyard. Another fun oh. Hogak stat, stat before mm-hmm. we go into our opinions yeah. is that uh, Frank Karsten, Frankie Numbers, Dr. Frank Kirsten yes. went around and asked players how often did they um this is not like a official study have Hogak on turn two mm-hmm. they said 70 percent of the time wow which is quite high yeah 
So he's probably going to actually run those numbers and see what it is. Yeah. But that was kind of just like, what's the word I'm looking for when it's not official, but it's just what people are saying. Um, number. So, which is unofficial, uh, pretty, pretty high. Yeah. That's so that's absurd. I'm so torn about this. Yeah. Tell me about it. Hit me with those thoughts. My thoughts are, I, best thoughts. Thoughts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I just think that it's so neat to have this deck around Hogak yeah. is such a cool creature and what people yeah. have done with it is really neat and I hate to c- constantly just bash on people doing cool things yeah and quote-unquote breaking the format oh absolutely it is it is a very cool card but I think it has to go because of the fact of the ley line of the voids yes it it warped everybody's sideboard and main deck plan to a point that's unhealthy yeah. when you have to run a card like Leyline in your main I think that it is when it becomes a problem yeah having even four in your sideboard I'm I'm okay with that because yeah. I had to do that when Death Shadow was huge with uh, not Leyline of the Void but uh, Leyline of Sanctity yeah so yeah I think it does unfortunately have to go which yeah. does make me and sad. it can play pretty well around that Leyline yeah it can um, it's I got mean, a lot of tools at its disposal to get rid of it. Yeah. And it's disposable. And it's disposable. And it's disposable uh, to get rid of it. Yeah, I think I think I have eventually arrived at the same conclusion, which it does stink because watching the deck, it's like, oh, it is so cool to have this piece of innovation in there. Yeah, agreed. It's really, really neat. Um, but you know what? Vengevine is a good yeah. deck anyway. I'll just say that. Yes. Which and is the version like, before Dredge is Hogan. still a great deck also. Dredge is also still a good deck. Um, you know, it's it's done solidly for the last couple of years, which is, you know, if you want to mess muck about in your graveyard, do that. What if we I took all of the best decks yeah. and we took away all of their one best card? <laughs> wow. Or, okay, do you want to take away their best card or do you want to take away the card that wrecks them the hardest? What do you mean? Because, uh, like, Tron, the answer would be, like, Urza's power plan. <laughs> like, just name one of the three lands and that deck is unplayable. No, like, I'm going to take away Faithful Suiting. I'm okay. going to take away Meddling Mage. I'm going to take away Hogak. I'm going to take away Mox Opal. Okay. I'm going to take away, what was the deck you m- just mentioned? Oh, Tron. I'm going to yeah. take away Ancient Stirrings, etc., etc. Yeah. Do you think that makes the format better? what a question (laughs) this is just like an interesting thought experiment here's my return question okay is the format that exists after that modern i mean or is it just like standard plus yeah i don't know like i guess i feel like what what you're balancing is like this feel of is it it does it still feel like what we what players who have played modern and who love modern identify as modern triple question okay we're just making a question (laughs) sandwich here (laughs) triple question is the modern that we're nostalgic for in this scenario the 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 modern that's just now that we have to deal with that everything is super powerful and it hasn't been warped to be like so uninteractive in turn three or whatever that it really should feel more like it did at its inception okay i don't know what modern felt like at its inception neither do i neither do i ah I don't know because it's I like I guess I feel weird about I know people have a lot of people have called for ancient stirrings for a very long time now. I don't know that that's one that I agree with because that seems to me like it's such it's an anchor for a lot of strategies that are perennially good. Right. Like Tron isn't isn't like a huge menace of the format. 
Um, there's a lot of like people are just I feel like when people talk about disliking Tron, I see things like, oh, it's so boring to watch. Um, or, oh, this deck is just, you know, playing its own game and is not interactive. But that's true of a lot of modern decks. Yes. And I guess it's just sort of like, well, I don't want us. I don't want us to ban cards for that reason, because you think it's boring or because you wish that it was more interactive. I think that we should ban cards. You know, you look at Hogak and it's like, well, this is twisting a metagame. Whereas Tron is sometimes good and it's sometimes bad. Yeah. And if you're going to play it, you're going to have to roll with those kinds of swings. I'm just like... I'm just like wondering what modern would be like yeah. with these changes. Yeah. It would be more like standard for sure. Exactly. And I guess part of me wants to be like, if you want to play, I also feel like people who say stuff like that want to play creature decks. And part of me says like, if what you want is a format that is a bunch of creature decks going at each other, play standard. And it's standard. Because modern, modern wouldn't feel like modern to me if you didn't have the viability of non creature based strategies like that's it's such a cool home for those like it's really cool that modern is a home for scape shift um and it's a home for thopter sword and it's a home for tron um and it's a home for dredge like i like that and i think that if we took away a home for those decks it would feel like we lost something from magic you can head on twitter if you want to get opinions from all the pros about all of this so far in this discussion we've we've voiced opinions from yeah. reduke andrea mungucci yeah. uh, brad nelson etc cetera, etc cetera, um, who have like talked about uh, talked about this yeah. and, and and their thoughts but i I don't know when it comes to Hogak. I do think that Hogak probably needs to go. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll do an emergency banning um, before GP Vegas or if they'll wait till the next BNR announcement Mm -hmm. or what's going to happen with it. Um, But yeah, we didn't get one this Monday, which is no absolute earliest it could have been. Yeah. Although it seems reasonable that they'll take (laughs) take at least a week to sit down and be like, true. How do we feel about this? True. But. Speaking of of Hogak, it was the most popular deck. The mm-hmm. second most popular was uh, Is It Phoenix, actually, mm-hmm. which turned out to be okay. Um, Javier Dominguez did quite well with it. Yeah. He's really skilled with the deck. Um, and there's even a new version of, what was I going to say? There's a new Scapeshift deck out there called Snowshift. Yeah. Which somebody brought to the table, and there's a deck tech about that that you can watch. Um Yeah, but humans remain popular. Uh, there was basically no affinity um yeah to be seen this weekend scales has kind of been accepted as like a this is this is better yeah it's just better eldrazi tron white blue control jund jund i think is a deck that we're going to see on the rise again after after hogak gets banned i agree i'm gonna go with the win and not if on the hogak ban yeah i'm just gonna start moving it that way i think it is i think honestly i think that the next question Here's my hot, hot take. Ooh, a hot, hot take. The next question after Hogak is gone is going to be, is Ren and 6 too powerful? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Or does it make Jun just good enough? Because it's definitely been, you know, it's it's another one of the decks that definitely goes through like its little ups and downs. Um, I'm, I was very happy. Is it going to be consistently on top again? I, I was happy I to see know. it do so well. Yeah. A lot of people love this deck. And it's cool to have like a deck that, well, people call it the fair deck. It is playing a lot of Inquisitions and Thought Seasons, which... I mean, it's a very fair way to play. Kind of feel fair when it happens to you, but you know what I it mean. It is technically, technically fair. Technically, it is fair. You're playing Tarmogoyf, Scavenging Ooze, etc. Yeah. Um, cool to have that strategy uh, exist in modern. So, yeah, my hot take. At least some people are going to be like, Ren and Six is too powerful. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. 
We also played Modern Horizons Draft, by the way. Wow, we did. Wow, did we ever? Yes. And a lot of people are like, the reason we didn't see so much Hogak in the top eight is because the players playing it just didn't do well in draft. Yeah. Which that's a very legitimate thing. You have to you have to be able to draft a set. Yeah. Very well. Yes. Uh, in order to make that top eight. And Modern Horizons is not easy to draft well. No. It is hard. And a lot of people came in with very strong opinions about what was good and what was not good, but they were not across the board. Yeah. Most people thought Blue Black Ninjas was the best, mm-hmm. but that it was overdrafted and yeah. likely to be overdrafted at the tables. And I did see when people got the deck, it usually did really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, red Black people loved. People loved Red Green, which actually yeah. we saw a lot of three O's with Red Green. I saw a lot of snow. And snow, of yeah. course. If you can get the snow deck, if you're the only snow drafter, ship it. Yeah. Like, you've done it. Yep, yep. I did get to see Emma Handy draft a really cool deck on day two. Did you hear about this? Yeah, this is a Sam Black uh, invention. Yes. Um, so Emma, Autumn, and Sam all worked on drafting together for this format. Yeah. Uh, Sam Black. And it was like, they they went with Mill. The mill strategy. But Emma's deck on day two. So like their day, I saw Autumn's deck on day one um, and their deck on day one was a lot of the more classic mill stuff. Yeah. Like the Cancrixes. Iceberg Cancrix. Iceberg Cancrix. I love that. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. And then Emma's deck on day two, her deck had Altar of Dementia and Hogak in it. Oh my god! And I would I watched her play against Pat Cox, and <laughs> right Pat attacks her, and I'm, and I was like, okay. And then she goes, "How many cards are in your deck?" Oh shoot! And, and it's something like twenty six, like right twenty five, twenty six cards, something like that. And I was like, okay, I take the damage. And on her oh, next no turn, way. she literally mills him for the rest of his library. And that happened two games in a row. That's awesome. It was so cool. Yeah, they were keeping this draft strategy under their hats for they day one. They really were. Because it is pretty off the wall. Um, and uh, they wanted to keep it secret. But once it, once it came out publicly, you can check out some of their deck lists from their from their drafts. I know Sam yeah. 3 the first one. I think both of the other players 2-1 their first draft. I want to say, yeah. Um, and, and I think I want to say it. that I'm also 2-1 on day Okay. Two. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, Very cool. And really, really cool to see inventive stuff like that happening. And you can try it at home if you feel brave. (laughs) I never feel brave (laughs) enough to do this stuff. Do it. Do it. But it was was such a fun draft format. Yeah. And I wish more people tuned in for the drafts at these events. Maybe, I mean, it was Europe. It was super early. Um, but, yeah. and it, but the draft numbers are always lower. Literally minute, middle of the night here. But I'm like, oh, it was so cool. Was there very, were so cool. many great games. But yep. yeah. But overall, um, super fun tournament. Mm-hmm. Lots of edge of your seat moments. So if you want to go back yeah. and watch any of it, there's plenty of that happening. Um, last minute turnarounds like we talked about. Um, yeah. For you, is there any like highlight that stood out to you? Whew. Great question. Um... I think it was just the fact that it was like, it was a really good top eight. Yeah. You know, I honestly think that it was, despite everything, it was a better top eight than the London one. Yeah. I think that the games were more exciting. So, so exciting. They were definitely more exciting for yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Also, Barcelona's pretty dope. Barcelona is great. <laughs> Barcelona's A plus. If, if you get a chance, head on over to the yeah. city of butts. <laughs> Look, everyone in Barcelona yeah. has a nice butt. It's just yeah, a fact. Yeah, it's very true. It's just very a true. fact. I don't know it's why. All the, all the it's magical. Hills. Yeah. <laughs> 
We've got some congratulations to hand out. That's right. This is my favorite uh, because our winning deck for our our league for the Mythic Championship. Team? Yes. Our what? Winning deck? Yes. Winning team? Team. What are we saying? I got lost in this conversation <laughs> and whatever I was saying at the top. We have a fantasy draft of yes, players. Yes, we do. And so there we go of uh, that we're playing in Mythic Championship yes. for on thousandleagues.com. Yes. And uh, we get to announce now who did the best. And I'm saying that the name of the winning team is my favorite. Oh, okay. Congratulations to the Plains in Spain. Great team name, Plains in yes. Spain. Congratulations. Really, really, really wonderful. You are our most winningest uh, team of our entire league. Yes. So please send us an email. Yeah. Um, and we'll send you a sick little prize package. Yeah. We're glhfmagic at gmail.com. Uh, so the person who made this wonderful team, the Plains mm-hmm. in Spain, chose a hot list here nobody in the top eight no but the Which top eight was impressive a, was a lot of people yeah. who you might not necessarily choose the only like real known name that was like big in magic was martin mueller yeah um so we, we have uh, greg kowalski javier dominguez brian bronduin yuki ichikawa lishi tian pascal vieran raf levy jean emmanuel Dupra, marcio carvalho and alexander hayne yeah solid team really? yeah they did great. My team did not perform. You came in eighth. Oh, yeah. I, I like mean, your team name, though. <laughs> Megan's my, too cool Megan's team. Megan's too cool team. Yeah. And I came in sixth with yeah. Maria's team. I did not have a very fun name for my team. <laughs> <laughs> also, the person who came in second was Unseen Academicals. Great name. And you know what? They were pretty close. And that name is great. So you can send us an email, too. <laughs> Second, I'm just giving second place. away. We're just giving away prizes just here on the show. Away. But uh, thank you everybody who played. Uh, yeah, we had we had a bunch of players. This mm-hmm. is super fun. Next time we might do um, cards instead of players. Um, yes. So we'll mix it up yeah. for MC Five. Um, we'll but see. yeah, we'll see. So congrats <laughs> and thanks for playing. sponsor ultra pro yeah oh okay so this is something that every home needs i agree every magic home needs a land station look at this beautiful land station they have a beautiful land station i I never thought that i would say this about a land station because usually i see them and i'm like that's functional yeah that gets its job done. But it's this has both. these like beautiful little clear trays with the mana symbols printed on them. Yes. And they sit in this base. So you can pick it up, right? Like you can pick up any, yeah. like you can pick up your little container of planes, etc. It's so good. I have this land station at my house and uh, we were like organizing our office the other day and I was like, oh, we need a land station in here. Yeah, we do. So we specifically requested this because it's so wonderful. It's so good. And we just, you need it. You need it. You need Otherwise, it. Otherwise, I don't know what's happening in your we're house. We're always <laughs> looking for our lands. Every time we go to build a deck, yeah, we're just like, like where, where, the, where are the lands? Where are the lands? Oh, now we'll know. They're right here. Yeah. I'm also holding this play mat of Chandra, which features the Japanese alternate art, yeah. which you can get from Ultra Pro, a bunch of planeswalkers from War of the Spark with their alternate art, which is awesome. So if you're a Chandra fan, think about these. They're coming out with War of the Spark stained glass planes walker uh magic paraphernalia as well so like oh, so cool whatever art you like in the game so cool. they've so got it cool. it's time for flavor text theater and we're gonna play a guessing game where yes. you can play along at home so we've picked two decks each yes uh to make the other person describe kind of like 
catchphrase, but... Or taboo. Taboo. Yeah, more like taboo, except that instead of having a list of words that we know we can't say to describe this deck, instead, we've each made up a secret list of 10 words that the other person does not know, and they're just (laughs) trying to avoid it by thinking about what words might be on the list. Yes, yes. So, uh, for example... I mean, no example. Let's we'll just, jump just into We'll it. just do it. And yeah. you can guess at home, play along, and try and guess which decks yeah. we're describing for each other um, if we don't get caught in a trap. All right, Maria, this is your first deck. Okay. To describe. All right. All right, go for it. So Megan will buzz me if I, if I yes, say if any of say the banned of words. words. She, doesn't know what, <sighs> she doesn't know what my 10 banned do words not. are. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, the rules of this deck too, we can't say popular players who play this deck. We can't say colors. We can't say the names of cards or any abilities on them yeah. and stuff like that. So it's going to get real obscure real fast. Okay. This deck features <laughs> um, an old geezer. <laughs> Shoot! No I way. old no on here. No way. Old is on it because I knew it. <laughs> Okay, do you want to keep trying? trying. I'll keep trying. Features an ancient geezer. (laughs) There you go. With uh, sinister plans. Making lots of birdie boys. (laughs) You could even say a a Google of birdie boys. Plus... A Google of uh, dollar dollar bills, y'all, and health. <laughs> Can you guess which deck from Modern I'm talking about? I don't know how anyone could possibly know what you were talking about. <laughs> I the nailed deck, it. The deck is Urzathopter Sword. <laughs> Maybe they did know. I Maybe don't know. They did. Maybe they did. Um, I knew you were going to describe Urza as old. Dang it. Old. Okay, here Dang are the it. 10 words that I secretly okay. decided Maria could not say. Okay. Silver, <laughs> construct, Ooh. robot, blade, yeah. old, wow. shiny, on, old. swarm, yeah. combo, That's good. air, and metal. Ooh, okay. So Great I bands. Really like your Great bands. Google... Google of what was it? Birdie boys. Birdie boys. Google of birdie boys is now <laughs> now a synonym for swarm of thopters. Google okay. of birdie boys. Okay. Here's your deck you're going to describe. Okay. okay. And I've got my 10 band words here. Go for it. All right. So this is a, this, this deck has the temperature of a Texas summer. <laughs> <laughs> Good so far. It is making its opponents feel the temperature of a Texas summer. Oh, good grief. By pointing <laughs> hot spells <laughs> at their faces. Oh, faces. faces. Oh, yeah. I should have known. That was too easy. I've, at their pie holes. At their pie holes. <laughs> I think people are going to guess the wrong deck here, though. Yeah, it's true. And it also features... It is not uh, the old school version of the Texas heat heat index deck. Uh, It is the new version that has a special feathered 
buddy. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yes, that's right. Mono Red Phoenix is the answer. And the band words were burn, bird, fire or flames, return, face, sky, ashes, three, attack and damage. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. I should have known face. Yeah, face. I thought maybe it was so obvious that it would slip under the radar. That's you know? true. That's the beauty of this game is you really have to make some contingency plans. Yeah. Okay, here's your next one. Okay, got it. All right, go for oh, it. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this deck is aggressive. <laughs> oh, so, okay, I got through. This deck is aggressive and features um, a whole heck of a bunch of... Um, Non aliens. <laughs> <laughs> no, how did I miss that one? I should have known. Uh, coming at you uh, nonstop with the help of a sparkly glass, <laughs> which can cheat them into play at instant speed. Um, yeah. Do you know what deck I'm describing? Does you think that's enough clues? I don't know. Um, Do you want to try for one or two more? Okay, one or two more sentences about this. Oh, gosh. Uh, I feel like maybe they would know. I'm walking on hot coals here. Yeah. Uh, and features um, the help of a certain... <laughs> Dang it. I know I'm going to hit one of these words. <laughs> a certain... Sir. <laughs> who enjoys... <laughs> Uh, messing with your hand. <laughs> all right. All oh, right. Came out unscathed. Okay. So the deck is humans. Humans. <laughs> uh, here are the words that are banned. Oh, wait. Did you say, what did you say at the end? What? A certain sir who enjoys messing with your hand. I do have mess. Mess. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. 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 I, yeah, I did think of that. Wow. One. Uh, That's pretty people, good. People. Mess. Mess. Attack. Earth. Brave, oh. mean. Those I was just trying to think of words yeah. that you might use to describe some of the creatures. Yeah, it's brave, mean, friends, <laughs> war, military, and alive. Ooh, nice. Good list. Good list. All right. Okay. Well, I could have said. I could have said dudes. Yeah. All right. All right. Go for it. Um. <laughs> uh, this deck is a terror of the format um, and uh, enjoys mucking about (laughs) in tomb-like places. Oh my god. (laughs) That might be below the living person (laughs) surface. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm having I- I'm having okay. ideas. Um if you enjoy uh if you enjoy uh if you enjoy summoning long ago passed <laughs> long ago passed long ago passed friends <laughs> then this deck is for you <laughs> with the special inclusion yeah well, this is what we need to hit of one made of made of uh bones etc 
Etc. Friend. <laughs> okay, I'll give it to you. The deck is Hogak. I want to make sure we had the distinction from Dredge. Yes. The band words were monster, graveyard, spooky, big, creepy, smash, eight, popular, gross, and dead, which you just got around with the terror. Ooh, terror. Yes. Yeah. All right. I can't believe I didn't say dead. Yeah, I know. That's pretty good. Real hard. The, what, did, what did you call a graveyard? The burial place beneath the, the tomb beneath point. the living person's <laughs> surface. I want to say. So wow, that's how you too can refer to a graveyard. Hey, oh, this creature is going to go to the, the tomb, tomb beneath, beneath the living person's surface. You know, the thor- the th- 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maria's broken. Thesaurus.com, if you need um, some another sponsorship, consider yeah. what just happened to you. I think that w- we made our case. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us for yet another week of fun, laughs, and information on Magic the Not. That's not the name of our wow. show anymore. I know. Good I luck. I almost said it today too. Good. It's the tired. Brain. We are tired. So, that's so long ago. We now. literally did just fly yeah. in today, everybody. Um. Yeah. Thank you once again to our amazing sponsors, Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro. Really fantastic places yes. to get all of the cards and gear that you need to go and play at your local game store, which you absolutely should. Yeah. And thanks to um, everybody who's patron yes. on Patreon.com/slash/GLHFMagic. Don't forget to sign up yep. for either of those challenges or mark it down on your calendars. Um, for the, on the first, and all of the times are included. We made a little post about it over on the patron page. Yeah. Um, so you can figure out the times to type it into your little calendar. Boop, 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 so we'll boop. see you there. But if you like dedication from podcasters who will still do a show, even though they don't know what year it is anymore because nope. they're so exhausted. What day is it? Consider supporting us on Patreon. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Will we be more coherent? <laughs> we'll see. We can hope. <laughs>